the Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month, January 2021. Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month is a compilation of the weird, disturbing, and downright baffling stories currently happening in our world. From UFOs to serial killers, ancient sites, mysterious creatures, and even ghosts, these are the Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month for January 2021. Number 5. Zodiac Cipher Solved The year 2021 is here. And it's a great way to welcome in the new decade with the news that through perseverance and determination, people can overcome any obstacle, solve any problem, and shed light on some of the most enduring mysteries, like that of the Zodiac Killer. In the late 1960s and early 70s, an unidentified serial killer who called himself the Zodiac murdered at least five people in the Northern California area. During that period, the killer would send taunting messages to authorities and the press as well. However, these letters were not ordinary, as parts of them were written through a cipher, which is a coded way of writing. On August 1, 1969, the first set of correspondence were sent to three local news outlets in the Bay Area. The Vallejo Times-Herald, the San Francisco Chronicle, and the San Francisco Examiner. In these letters, the mysterious sender took credit for the recent killings which had taken place at Lake Herman Road and Blue Rock Springs. But the most intriguing part of the letter was the 408 cryptogram, which the perpetrator claimed contained his true identity. He went on to demand that they be printed in the paper or he would once again kill people, and indeed, they were printed. The coded message baffled even the most adept code breakers in law enforcement. On August 8th of the same year, two individuals from California cracked the 408 symbol cryptogram. It was filled with misspellings and grammatical errors, but it conveyed a dark message revealing his motives. He said that he killed those people because they would become his slaves for the afterlife. Despite what everyone expected, the encrypted message didn't reveal the serial killer's true identity. After that first message was cracked, the Zodiac sent another batch of letters. The ciphers this time around were more complicated, and the now famous 340 cipher managed to elude even the best thinkers in the world for over 51 years. That is, until December of 2020, 
when a team of code breakers from the US, Belgium, and Australia announced to the world that they had managed to crack the code. American web designer David Orenchak explained in detail on a YouTube video how he and two others were able to solve the riddle. It was submitted to the FBI, who in turn acknowledged it publicly. I hope you are having lots of fun in trying to catch me, reads the first part of the cipher. As with the previous one, this newly cracked message also failed to offer up a name or clue as to who the Zodiac really was. Authorities are still working on the decoded message. They're hoping to extract more information about the killer from this new development. Much remains mysterious about the Zodiac case as of this moment. The killer remains unidentified to this day, and no one knows if that individual is still active in hiding or has passed away. Number 4. Ola Salem On October 23, 2019, a jogger in Staten Island's Bloomingdale Park stumbled upon the deceased body of a woman. The female in question was discovered to be Ola Salem, the daughter of former Egyptian professional boxer Cabaret Salem. The super middleweight boxer competed between 1997 and 2005. He also represented his country in the sport during the 1992 and 96 Summer Olympics. The prolific fighter has since been retired from the ring and lived in the United States. The news of Ola's murder shocked everyone in her family and the community. The 25-year-old was known as a fierce advocate for the rights of abused Muslim women and children in an organization called the Muslim American Society Youth Center, which was located in South Brooklyn. It was difficult for everyone to figure out what kind of person could ever harm such a sweet and caring individual like Ola. At the height of the investigation, Mr. Salem told authorities that his daughter had been talking about being followed along the highway. However, investigators thought the tip was nothing but a lie that Salem used to misdirect their efforts since initially they believed the father was a suspect. Their reports indicated that the boxer killed his daughter earlier that day and then drove to Staten Island, dragged her body into the remote part of Bloomingdale Park, and covered it with leaves and branches. Autopsy records revealed that the victim was strangled to death. Police found that the suspect had rented a car, which he then drove to Staten Island on October 22nd. Records reveal he made a brief stop in the park close to where his daughter's body had been discovered. Adding more to the suspicion was the fact that Salem, who was also known as the Egyptian magician, disappeared and flew back to Egypt shortly after the discovery of Ola's remains. Authorities were quick to issue an arrest warrant on the man who had worked as a driver. He was arrested in Kuwait in December of 2020 and was immediately extradited back to New York. Then the 52-year-old was made to appear virtually in court to face a seven-count indictment with charges including murder, strangulation, and concealment of a human corpse. Prosecutors have yet to provide details on the potential motive for the killing. However, those who knew the family were somehow aware of the strained relationship among its members. Neighbors witnessed at least one incident in which they saw the woman being taken away by an ambulance. The family didn't offer an explanation about it at the time. Meanwhile, 
Ola Salem's family declined to give comment regarding her tragic death. Number 3. Government Leaked UFO Photo The image had first been circulated among top-ranking U.S. defense personnel. It took some time, but in December of 2020, it leaked its way into the public's view and has since been a source of controversy after it was published by journalist Tim McMillian in a media outlet called The Debrief. It is a photo taken from the cockpit of a fighter jet, and it shows a UFO directly in front of them. Officially being called an Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, or UAP, the object appears near a U.S. fighter pilot who is said to have been flying his F-18 fighter jet over the east coast of the U.S. McMillian in his article revealed that the image had been brought to the attention of several government organizations like the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program and the UAP Task Force and some reports claim that the photograph reached the tables of some of the highest-ranking members of the U.S. Congress. Officials from these UAP detection agencies have since given their responses regarding the leaked image. In one statement, they said that they, meaning the Department of Defense, do not discuss publicly the details of reports, observations, or examinations of reported incursions into our training ranges or designated airspace. Meanwhile, internet sleuths, armchair detectives, and UFO enthusiasts have been working hard on breaking the mystery behind the photo. After going through intensive digital enhancement, measuring, and comparison, there came out a rather interesting result. Skeptics were quick to point it out that they now believe that the flying object near the fighter jet could actually just be a balloon a giant Myler Batman balloon to be exact. Perhaps some little kid on the ground had accidentally let it loose. Yet there were still those who held on to the notion that this isn't just some party decoration or toy that escaped into the air. In fact, someone pointed out that it's impossible for a helium balloon to rise into the altitude as that of an F-18 jet. These fighter jets typically fly around 50,000 feet, while a helium balloon can only go up to a maximum of 20,000 feet before blowing out. Number 2. Mom Locks Up Son In December of 2020, residents in the suburb of Handen, Sweden, located to the south of Stockholm, were shocked to hear the news about a mother who had been arrested on suspicion of locking up her son inside their apartment. Because this wasn't just for a little while. Apparently, the man was contained inside for almost 30 years. According to reports, the suspected mother pulled her son out of school one day when he was 12 years old and ever since then kept him locked up. The victim is now 41, and the details given by authorities indicated that he was found in a decrepit and filthy state. His teeth were all missing. He had sores all over his body, mostly on his legs. He also speaks rather incoherently and with a slur since his only contact was with his 70-year-old mother, so he never developed proper social skills. The man whose real identity is being held for his protection was found on a weekend by a relative who visited their home after the elderly woman was admitted to the hospital for an undisclosed reason. The individual went to the apartment and there found the main door unlocked 
Once inside, she was immediately met with the pungent smell of human waste emanating throughout the entire place. Then, out of the blue, she heard a clanging noise from the kitchen and there saw the man sitting on a pile of blankets and pillows. She was shocked to find him in that sorry state. Fortunately, he was still able to recognize her as he had shown no fear when being approached. Stockholm police representatives said that they charged the mother with illegal deprivation of liberty and causing bodily harm. Social workers have since brought the man to the hospital, where they confirmed that the injuries he incurred are life-threatening. The mother, on the other hand, has denied all these crimes. Number 1. America's Most Prolific Serial Killer is Dead Samuel Little was born in June of 1940 to a teenage prostitute who literally abandoned him on the streets. He was picked up and raised by a relative in Ohio, but was left on his own for much of that time and with little to no education found himself in and out of trouble for much of his youth. As he grew older, the types of crimes he committed advanced as well, and by 1975, Little had been arrested almost 30 times across 11 different states. Before his eventual 2014 conviction, he had served a total of 10 years in prison due to various offenses like armed robbery, theft, rape, and assault and battery. But none of these had anything to do with why he is so infamous. According to authorities, Little had managed to hunt down and kill almost 100 women during his reign of terror between the early 1970s all the way into the late 1990s and he got away with all these killings for close to four decades. The FBI, however, said that the real number of victims might be even higher. These are just the ones that they can confirm. So how did he get away with so many murders for so long? In his latter interviews, the serial killer said that he only selected those that he considered to be vulnerable. These are the people whom he believed no one would look for if they were gone. As it was later found out, most of these people who perished in Little's hands were female sex workers and drug addicts. And true to what he said, many of these victims were actually still unidentified and their deaths were not investigated. Little's M.O. would be to pick up these ladies of the night, drive them around and bring them to a secluded area. There he would knock them out cold. Being a trained boxer, it would only take one punch to render them unconscious. He would then use his large hands to strangle the victims. Oftentimes, he would also masturbate as he killed them, which is how he earned the nickname, the Choke and Stroke Killer. With no bullet or stab wounds to be found, it was difficult for investigators to detect foul play. As such, the cause of their deaths were often wrongly ruled out as drug overdoses or accidental in nature. These dark details of his crimes were revealed through his confessions, which he gave to a number of individuals. The first was with a Texas ranger, whom he spent a total of 48 days talking to about his evil exploits over pizza. These revelations prompted judges and prosecutors from across multiple states to solve long-standing cold cases. The other time was with the famed journalist Jillian Lauren for the New York Post. With Lauren, Little uttered some of the most chilling and malicious words that a murderer like himself could speak of. You want a story? Ho oh, ho, do I have stories. As the man likened himself to that of an angel of mercy 
tasked to put an end to the misery of his victims. Little's killing spree came to an end after authorities were able to find a match on his DNA to at least three murder cases that happened in California. In September of 2014, he was tried for the deaths of Carol Elford, who was killed on July 13, 1987, Guadalupe Apodacada on September 3, 1987, and Audrey Nelson in August of 89. Like most of his victims, the trio were found lifeless on the streets of Los Angeles. He was found guilty and sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. He served his sentence at the California State Prison, Los Angeles County, where he recently died due to health complications. He suffered from diabetes and a heart condition. As confirmed by the FBI, Samuel Little has killed 93 women, which officially made him the worst and most prolific serial killer in American crime history. So there were the strange and scary mysteries of the month for January 2021. Every day we encounter strange and baffling stories that most of us don't know what to make of. These are just a handful, but there's still so many more to uncover. If you enjoyed watching this video, then please subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell because every week we're putting out two new videos for you to check out. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you soon.